Hello, everybody. This is Trina Gunzel, and welcome to another episode of the Legacy and Legends podcast. We are having so much fun with this Light the World series, bringing amazing people from around the globe together to inspire you with their stories. You can make these cool heart-to-heart connections as you meet people and hear challenges they've been through, what they've overcome, and whether you're an entrepreneur or maybe you are tuning in to get some inspiration and you want to collaborate or just learn from amazing people. Today, we're going to be spotlighting a new friend that one of my clients referred me to, Andre, right? Andre Turpin, you're checking in today. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, welcome, welcome. Thank you. And will you let our guests know where you're checking in from today? I'm actually in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, I like that area. It's beautiful. I'm out here in Branson, Missouri. Have you ever been? No, I have not. (laughs) It is an interesting place. I always tell people, I describe it as like the family-friendly version of Vegas. There's all these shows. There's mini golf galore, but we have beautiful lakes, rivers, waterfalls, and tons of green. And they really pride themselves that you could take your kids to any show here. Nice. It's a power state. Yeah. Like, like North Carolina, a little bit of everything, right? Oh, yeah. Mini golf's a big thing here, too. <laughs> I remember that. My favorite. <laughs> That's awesome. Mine, too. Cool. So I am really excited to get to hear your story. And what I do on this platform is actually share my stage with you. So just picture like we're in a virtual stage and people are going to listen in to kind of tune in and hear your story and you can just kick it off. Go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of take us on that journey of what big challenge you went through. And if you're on the other side of it, like what you're doing now and let us know how we can learn from your experience. All righty. Hey, so Just like Trina said, you guys, uh, my name is Andre Turpin. I am actually a bilateral BKA amputee, which is both legs below the knee amputee. Um, Little background on me. uh, My amputation happened about five years ago um, as a result of a a bad fall. I was hiking uh, on a trip with some with some friends in Montana. Um, I say my cousins because we're like family, but I was hiking with some friends back in Montana and uh, I wind up taking a fall, uh, 60 feet, shattered my left leg and shattered my right leg. I shattered my left leg just about to the knee. My right leg, pretty much my foot was demolished. Um, Man. We were were about a good two days hike up the mountain. So doing the math, it took about two more days to finally get back down to where I finally could get medical attention and things like that. the first part of my surgery, uh, as I said in the hospital, I saw the x-rays and immediately when I saw the x-rays, I said to myself, well, I'm probably going to lose the legs because it looked mm. like a jigsaw. If you guys who all know who have had like, a traumatic event, you realize like sometimes the x-rays just, they, they don't look mm. like legs. Uh, as a person that's uh, very spiritual, I'm consider myself a Christian. I pray yeah. a lot. Uh, in the midst of me praying so much, I prayed to God like, hey, like what, what is going to happen? What mm-hmm. should I do? I didn't know what to do. I was scared. I didn't know any people that were amputees, let alone had I ever seen any amputees. I knew we existed in the world, but where? Where in my everyday life did I have a friend that was an amputee, a loved one, or anyone? I didn't know any. So I knew I would be the first, more, more than likely I would be the first. And I had all the fears and anxiety. How would the world treat me? How would my family look at me? You know, 
30, mm. 30, 32 years old, you know, 30 years with your legs. And now you have to come to a decision of, do I get three rods and six pins put in each leg to keep a foot? Or mm. do I choose to have my legs removed? And I prayed for about a week because they wouldn't let me make a decision on the mm-hmm. day. And yeah. I told them, you know what? As I prayed, I realized the Lord told me, you'll lose legs, but you'll keep the life. And although I thought legs were important to life, I realized legs are a luxury that many people take for granted. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. In the end, I understood that your life is what you make it. It's not your limbs that make you who you are. It's not your money who makes you who you are. It's you who makes you who you are, your spirit, your integrity, your character. Mm -hmm. And in that, I told the doctor, hey, you can cut them off. And the day before my surgery, as we were going in, I looked at the doctor and before they put me under, I told him, hey, what did I tell you yesterday? We laughed Mm -hmm. because the joke was, whatever you do, just even me out as much as you can. Because I was going to lose both legs. <laughs> we oh, laughed. my God. Yeah. We laughed. He gave me a thumbs up. He gave me the gas. I woke up to my new life, a bilateral amputee. Um, it, was, it was a shock at first because it was mm-hmm. something that I had to realize. It wasn't just a momentary decision. It was a lifelong decision. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be just... I don't want to feel the pain of metal in my legs. It would be, how do you drive? How do you get a job? Do you go yeah. on disability? Like at 32 years old, you think I have all this life left to live, mm-hmm. but I also have this huge roadblock in front of me. Mm-hmm. It's a mental fortitude. I won't lie. I cried at times. There were days that were very successful and there were days where I felt disheartened. I may have felt like let down, even within mm-hmm. myself, knowing that it may not be a fault of mine, but being yeah. able to yeah. say like, oh man, I failed at this. And it took a lot of mental fortitude to come to the realization of just like in coaching, it's not about the situation that comes to you. It's about the way you talk to yourself and also the mindset that you have when you are, I guess, faced with a, with a situation. And I could have chose to say, ah, I lost the legs. What am I going to do? Or I say, hey, I lost the legs. How do I adapt to life? And mm. in that, I chose to go a positive route with still acknowledging the fact that life happened. So, hey, you know what? Maybe I didn't make it out the house today, but I made it on the porch. Maybe I didn't take the trash out today, but I picked up the garbage around my house to get myself together. The more I set small goals to achieve things, I started to find confidence. Mm-hmm. And that didn't change the fact that I didn't have legs. It just helped me to understand if I celebrate even the smallest victories the same way as a giant victory, I won. Mm-hmm. I continued to win over time. Uh, I said, everyone's living life going out. I was stuck in the house. What can I do? I figured out how to design some hand controls for my car. 
I wanted vibes to vibe anyway. <laughs> but I created my own hand controls. And the first trip I took, I said, well, Lord, you got me through this surgery. You got me through my accident. I'm either going to make it or I'm not. And the first trip I took was all the way from North Carolina down to Georgia. One trip. Whoa. I was proud. Yeah, I came home and my family said, what'd you do today? And I said, I went to Georgia. They laughed. And I was like, I'm serious. <laughs> and they were like, how'd you go to Georgia? You don't even have legs. I was just a wheelchair, these hand controls, and, and faith, you guys. Oh my I went God. to the gas station, and I, I learned as an amputee, you have to be able to adapt. And this is one of the greatest things that you realize as a person suffering or experiencing a limb difference or amputation. Mm -hmm. Your ability, ability to adapt is actually like your superpower. It takes mm -hmm. a little work. So I called gas stations. Hey, I'm going to buy that on amputee can you come and help me pump my gas? And a worker came out at every gas station to fill up my car. And it, it worked. And I made it down there. I got a keychain to prove that I actually made it to Georgia. Um, yeah. That was, yeah, that was one of the great victories I had. From there, I went and I said, hey, how does my life evolve from this point? Mm. And now, as an individual, I have a job. I work a job. I can wear my legs 10, 12 hours a day. I used to drive a diesel truck. And although I lost the legs, I went back to driving a 12-speed diesel truck. With Whoa. Yeah. And being able to overcome the fear and the anxiety that I had because I thought, man, I'm an amputee. People were going to judge me off of my legs, off of the way I look on presentation. And I realized who you are is what speaks to people. And as crazy as it seems to me, I can walk up to a perfect stranger, have a conversation, and they don't notice I don't have legs until I walk away or until I bring it up. When I jump out of a work truck, they let me do a job and they go, wow, I didn't notice. When I talk to other amputees, I show them the same way I walked up to you with shorts on, because I wear shorts 90% of the time because I found power in my disability. It wasn't mm. about how I looked. I didn't have to hide the reality of who I was. I was myself, and mm -hmm. I realized I'm worth it. I, I do a lot. I do a lot in life now as an amputee still. Uh, even though I lost my legs hiking, I still go hiking. I still try mm. sports and all these things. Um, life and my experience taught me that everything in life is worth it. Even to this day, to this present moment right now, everything that I did in the process to get where I am now had a, had a purpose. So the days that I sat home defeated and I had I had to admit, hey, I got to cry today. I don't really feel like getting out of bed today. Mm -hmm. And I failed or what I thought was failure. I could understand and come to the point today that the mindset that I have has evolved to a place that says failure really isn't failure really isn't failure failure mm -hmm. only happens to everyone when you come to the realization that you are not going to continue because failure mm -hmm. is not failure. failure is just the admittance or the acceptance of not continuing where you can learn from failure and it's a part of success you cannot have success without failure I became a life coach. 
years after I lost my leg, not mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, I just want to jump on this thing. I realized 80% of amputees, after they lose their limbs, they don't want to put on prosthetics. They have fear. They have anxiety and all these things. And I've coached people on overcoming all these fears, um, fears of, of walking again, getting a job, how does it affect life, love, relationships, even the relationship what you have with yourself. It can affect your mental state, but also how can we overcome these things? These things that I wish I would have had more access to as an amputee, but now that I am here, I realize, you know what? Maybe I'm supposed to be the first. I'm supposed mm. to be able to step out there with the courage to show other people and to be a part of walking other amputees and anyone experiencing limb difference or any form of disability. Yeah. You're worth yeah. it. You're worth it. You're enough. And at the end of the day, all the things you do matter. And it may not feel like much to you at first, but someone who you may not even know exists is watching your life as an inspiration. God gave us this life, not not for ourselves. It's for everyone watching. A disability, nine times out of ten, is actually an advantage to do everything. You couldn't you couldn't look at my life and tell me that I didn't have two legs. You can see a man in a wheelchair and think that I was weak. But I advise you to look again. There's a strong person that goes out every day that lives a life. And to me, every day in my life is worth it. The smile I put on someone's face, the gesture that I do, helping someone change a tire with no legs. And they never have a clue until you drive off. <laughs> oh I am. Yeah. That's I love much. your story so much. Oh, my gosh. I'm just, it's really interesting how God puts people in your life, like, exactly when you need them to. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, just being honest, today I'm having such a down with these days. Like, my mm-hmm. son's been diagnosed since he was four, and he's serving a mission in Washington, D.C. right now. And it's like, mm-hmm. even though he's 19, you know, we've had several nights where like he's calling because he has low blood sugar and we're having to help him through it. And my husband's like having to adjust his levels. And it's just like, you know, his is a disability that most people can't see, right? Because it's blood sugar, but he wears a pump and he has this, you know, sensor. And so he's, some people bully him because they just think, oh, you're being lazy. Because when he has low blood sugar, he will he has to yeah. rest or he has to stop. He won't be thinking properly till he gets his blood sugar back up. And, you know, it's one of these things that he's never used it to get out of anything. He's worked harder. He does all these things. Like he helps so many people and has been studies. And, but I love, you said some really specific things like your ability to adapt is your superpower. Like <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. And, and that's the thing, like everybody has some kind of challenge they're going through and no matter how much you accomplish or do there's certain things like you can't change it. You know, it's like, for me, it's been frustrating sometimes, no matter if I have a bestseller or how much money I make or what I do, I can't cure type one diabetes. And I've, I'm like actively working through that. I thought I had Mm -hmm. itself, but like giving that back to God, like it's not my place. That's my son's path to walk like yours. You know what you've experienced and been through. Look how many people you're helping in your attitude about it. Like, um, 
you said how your disability is actually an advantage, you know, when you found power in your disability, like mine, part of mine is a women in power brand, you know, where we help <laughs> women embrace being that queen of the castle and power stands for present overachieving women ensuring results. But my husband wow. and we have a family brand, you know, all about helping families. And what do you do when you are faced with something that's a life changing condition, or like you said, state of your body where, look how many cool things you went on to do and it just speaking to you today just gives me like okay god i i hear you <laughs> like here you set another person into my life to go like you're not alone it doesn't matter how long you're dealing with it some days you feel really strong probably and other days you're like this yeah. is just not fun right it's part of that cycle of growth living with your yeah. circumstance it's a uh, it's the reality of life that the tests and trials in life that you face are the things that make you who you are. And a great mm -hmm. story is a great story, but if a story never had like adversity or a reason behind it, who would want to hear that story? What have you learned as the person or quote unquote, like the main character in the story of your life? Um, yeah. It can be difficult. There are times where, like you said, I, I do face down days, whether it be emotionally, whether it be physically, there's days I wake up five years in and I'm like, oh, it's really hard to put my legs on today. But uh -huh. I find hope progress throughout the day that, you know what, it'll get better. Just like life, life and wine, <laughs> it gets better in time. You have yes. to be able yes. to like, you have to be able to uh, push through, I guess they push through like the difficult times to actually create the situations that you want. Um, I have something written down here real quick. Um, yeah. So in the, in the situation, like with your son, that can be difficult because as a parent, as a mother, as a sibling, as a friend of someone that's going through something mm -hmm. that your love wants to show up for them as much as you can. And you know that there is a line in a part of you that can't, and that can be tough. It can be really tough because especially I can only imagine for a mother, you're like, I love you with all my existence. And the one thing mm -hmm. I would love to take on the burden for you, I can't. Yeah. So I can understand how that can be very difficult because people don't understand and people can say anything like, yeah, like I, I, I can I can understand or I can feel your pain. And it's different when you're going through it. Like, you know, the battle seems different as a soldier right. versus as a dictator. Um, yeah. Back in 2000, I'll say 2012, uh, I uh, became a type two diabetic. And mm. for a long time, for a long time, I was in denial. I just wanted to live my life. I lived recklessly. And yeah. eventually, even as an amputee, I got married. And I got married as an amputee as well. I've been married. So I got married as an amputee, which that's another thing for y'all out there's love at, there's love at the amputation you guys just putting it out there yeah you know? that's awesome yeah having someone and being able to fight along with someone through the situations the same with you and your son and his uh situation with diabetes i thought man i'm gonna have to take an insulin shot i'm gonna have to take these pills all my life and for me my wife encouraged me live better, live longer, do these healthy things. And it was something that, again, like most people, I fought very hard. Mm -hmm. And I 
finally surrender myself, not only to God, but to my wife and like the wisdom that she had outside of me. My wife is a chef. So I'm like, you know what, Dre, like she knows something about nutrition. Like you might want to yeah. just pump your breath, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a big man. Yeah. I'm going to eat what I want to eat, you know? And it's like, yeah, but you want, you want uh, some fried chicken to take you out, Dre. And that's not big. That's not strong. It's a little bullheaded. And I can honestly say to this day, I had a conversation with my wife earlier. This is the longest I've been in my life where I didn't have to go to a doctor for any reason like that, besides me choosing yeah. to go. And right. all the medicine that I took and all the pills and all these things went away to the point the doctor told me, there's nothing I can do for you as a diabetic mm -hmm. because your blood sugar is great. Your A1C is great. Everything progressed. And it went from literally... 10 years of me going to the doctor at least once a year. Yeah. To, again, I choose when I need to go. And they say, hey, you want to come mm -hmm. for your for your yearly checkup? And I'm like, huh, never heard that before. Never, ever <laughs> in my life. I didn't think that would be something that I would go through. But I do want to thank you for being vulnerable and being open and honest and sharing that experience because that is a whole nother area of life. That's it's, it's real. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate you sharing your story too, because all of the lives you look at the ripple effect of for amputees. Absolutely. And then also just as a speaker, how many people hear your story and go, wow, okay, this sure. is not, you know, a weakness. It's a strength and, and how you can pay that forward in your story and helping other people see what's possible. And I think there's so much power in that vulnerability and just people realizing like, Everyone's going through hard things. I think that's why people like this life a little town or series so much is like you can be a light right where you are and you know you're not alone. There is somebody that's gonna hear this story and go, Wow, that's me, or he gets it, you know. Andre oh, yeah. gets it. Like you just stand in that space of yeah, we're all gonna have hard days and we have great days too. And like you said, celebrate it. And I, I love so much what you said that your ability to adapt is your superpower. Like I'm going to share that with my son because he's a type one diabetic, like his yeah. A1C has been down to 5.7. Like he's managing it really well and he has all the tech and he's been in all the studies and, you know, eight years of that, just working for a cure that they promise is, you know, two years away that's still not here, but it's just, he always resonates with like the superpower. He loves the transformers. He loves Iron Man. Like, you know, um, and everybody has superpowers. I think when you find the blessing and the gift in that challenge and pay it forward, then you yeah. get to be that light for others. So thank you so much, Andre, for thank being you. willing to share your story. And I always love to ask my guests, if you were going to create a hashtag for your younger self that would have served you well in your journey, what would it be? Hmm. Let's see. Hashtag. This is wow. Is uh, it's not long. I try to make it short. Um, hmm. I got two good ones that actually sure. come to mind. Um, two of them. Hashtag. This is not the end. Mm. And the hashtag. Responsibility is a privilege, and it's something mm. that I had to learn as an adult in my life. Mm. That's yeah. a big one. That's right. That one yeah. asked. My husband always like responsibility is such a big thing. When my kids were little, he always would have them sing responsibility song. <laughs> responsibility <laughs> is 
Yeah, that's me. Oh man, we got to be mature now. <laughs> but I've learned, <laughs> I've learned because of the things I go through. Is it's actually it is a privilege to have to be responsible to be able to say, "Hey, I know you want to go your way of it, but responsibility says because I care about you, because I love you, I want to show you the right way, and you can still make your choice in life." Because it's mm-hmm. we're individuals, but my responsibility is to teach you the right way, because by God's grace, I can make it through this to get to this point. And I've had many. This is just one experience in my little 37 years of life. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Andre, thank you for taking the time today. And I know people are going to hear this and be inspired by it and want to get in touch with you. What's the best way they can reach out to you to have a conversation or if you have any programs that we can put in the description below? Awesome. So I do have great ways for you to get in contact with me. Uh, First off, I actually have a Facebook page. You can go to my Facebook page. It's literally my name, Andre Turpin. That's A-N-D-R-E-T-U-R-P-I-N. But also I have a page on Instagram at Dre Unlimited. That is at sign D-R-E-U-N-L-I-M-B-I-T-E-D. Uh, this is my Instagram, and I also have a webpage, DreUnlimited.com. Um, I'm actually hosting, for those of you who are interested, I'm hosting a new amputee class coming up. Yeah, I'm hosting a new amputee class coming up right now. It is out and available on DreUnlimited.com. You can sign up to register. It is, registration is going to end like the last week of June, but class starts July 1st. It will be a weekend class. Six, six classes. We'll talk about setting what we call smart goals. We'll talk about mobility, mental health, how to build community as an amputee or anyone facing disability or limb difference. We'll have some experts come on as well. And actually, to get in on the fun, guys, because life isn't all about responsibility, there will be a game night with great prizes. So if you are interested, you're a new amputee or just been an amputee new in the game, reach out, join the class, tons of people. And I also host a Zoom link every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And it is a community and actually free coaching to anyone who wants to join, if they want to join on Sunday. The class lasts for about one hour session. Um, and it's open to everyone, totally free, you guys. So reach out, join the community, be a part of it. So great. Thank you, Andre, so much for sharing your story. Everybody, we're going to make sure to have this information down in the links in the description down below. So it'll be super easy to click on it, jump into these opportunities Andre shared with you. And thank you for being a light in the world, Andre, and inspiring others by sharing your story. It was my privilege to get to meet you today. And I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the recording. We can talk a little bit more, okay? All righty. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) 